1: How's everyone today?
0: Yes. Great. Right. Good morning, everybody. It is three things to know on the JM Partners Atlanta Home Market eavesdrop. And I'm going to check our live video and make sure we're good. We are. So, everybody, we're going to talk today about the three things to know about supply, what it actually is, what it's doing in Atlanta, and the pros and cons. They're the obvious, but then there are others that aren't always what you think. So starting with that, do y'all want me to start or does anybody else want to start?
2: Go for (laughs) it.
0: You're good at starting. So when somebody says, what is supply? We've been talking about supply. Supply in Atlanta has been a month and it's been one month for about three months. And this time last year, it was about three months. What supply means is if everything that's on the market right now sold and nothing else sold, considering the rate at which homes are selling, how long would it take everything on the market to sell? So right now, if you look at all of Atlanta, everything on the market, if nothing else came on the market, it would only take one month for all of those properties to be gone and us to be at zero. That's really fast. In a neutral market, that number or that amount of time or supply is usually six months. In a seller's market, that is less than six months. So when it was three months, which is 60, we're 66% down from that or 66% faster. At three months, it was a buyer's market and we're at a month now.
1: Just to so reiterate, my, what's market.
0: market. So yeah. It is sellers market. <laughs> so, what is doing in Atlanta? We just said what it's doing in Atlanta. Now, what's going to happen to it in Atlanta? So, to really determine that, we also, we talk about inventory. How many homes are on the market? How many more homes are coming on the market? That's also a big question. We're like, yeah, we know supply is low. So, how many more homes are coming on the market in? Buckhead, so the number in all of Atlanta is 20% down on what's coming on the market this time this year. And that's over a two month, we looked at February, January and February to make sure this was kind of consistent. And it's 20% this time last year, fewer market homes coming, brand new listings coming on the market and are in our MLS system. Now that covers a lot of counties in Buckhead and Brookhaven, the net, amount of inventory, the number of homes coming on the market is down actually by 10% or actually 11% in Buckhead and 12% in Brookhaven. So we've got low supply, 10 days on market, by the way, everybody, average overall, and we've got fewer homes coming on the market.
1: And this is probably the last time for a couple months, I to jump in and remind everybody that we can actually do year over year because of course, 2020, March, We saw March is when everything started changing. Good point. Uh, So this, but our data is obviously taking into account January and February. So it's a fun market out there.
0: Uh, It's time last year. It was like everything. The market was moving forward. Everything was great. Then it took. It just went kind of April. It was fine. Mid-April, it was down. Inventory sales. Everything, and then it was right back where it started by the end of April last year. Right. Um. So here's the thing, like everybody's okay. Like, yeah, so supply is low. It's a buyer's market. And if you're a buyer, you've got to just pay cash and close tomorrow and pay too much money. And if you're a Wait, seller,
3: Jerry, you, you keep saying it's a buyer's market. It's, it's, it's seller's thank
1: market. Thank you. I'm just trying to get y'all to talk. That's all. <laughs> okay. So it with the seller's, seller's market, market yeah. the sellers obviously- it's not always what you think if we're going to jump to that, right? Because at the, sa- at the same time, yes, it is a seller's market, but buyers are smart and they are they don't want, they don't want to overpay. but also sellers have to remember that even if they're dealing with a cash buyer, you, they still you don't want to accept a deal, you accept a contract from a buyer who is then going to um, for whatever reason in the deal right? Because our job as realtors is for that long haul, however many days it is, is to hold that deal together. And at the end of the day, like we we have to do, that's where our value comes in, right? As realtors, it's not just getting you a contract or getting you a buyer. It's 100% every day of that transaction and and what it takes to, and Jerry, you can talk to that a recent
0: Story. We've got a recent story to share is the seller. You, what were you going to say, Adam?
2: Well, I was going to say to Bridget's point, it's, it's, not, it's not always price. And this may segue into what you were going to say, but it's, it's not always price that makes it that offer the best one in a multiple offer situation. There's so many other factors that go in um, in terms and um, quality of the buyer, how likely they are to continue through to get to the closing table, how likely are they to, to bail out within the due diligence period. And to the point where this is where our job really comes in to vetting out those, those other people, those buyers, to make sure that the deal closes and you're not going back on the market after they back out.
0: And make sure we've got, we've got the best terms, best buyer, to repeat really what you just said, Adam. Mm-hmm. So let's share a story. Bridget and I have this. We're working, working on this deal together. And we had a buyer and it was a multiple, multiple, I mean, we're talking over 10 offer situation and our buyer um, was in a fortunate situation where we could present a really strong offer that was cash to close in two weeks, gave the seller the right to stay. We were the, we were the second highest offer. And the other offer that came in, saw the house last minute. They made an offer. They needed to get a loan. They needed to get an appraisal and they made an offer about 20,000 over our second highest offer on this property. The seller saw that it looked great. They went under contract and fast forward, that seller, we, our client, we found another house for our client that they liked better. We got better terms because if we've, as agents combined, maybe I think where well, we have 40 years in the business or more, we have in all of our resources, we found them multiple other options when that happened. They're under a contract now, they've got a house, they love it. The seller, on the other hand, that buyer had come in and, and leveraged the contract to win the deal. The seller thought they were getting $100,000 more than they had even originally planned. The seller now is not, and they are now looking for a buyer, and our buyer is now gone, who would have already closed several weeks ago. They would still be in the house, taking their time, moving out, and they would have more on the property than they ever would have had. But again, it's all about understanding the parameters of every deal as a seller and as a buyer. That leads us to buyers. On buyers right now, it's like, oh my gosh, like nothing's for sale. Everything falls off the market. I'm never going to get a house unless I just like magically come up with cash or compromise everything. And it's not, I'm not even going to like it. I mean, that's kind of the vibe in what people assume as buyers. That's something else we can speak to. And really. There can be a lot of benefits in a market like this when you've got the right resources and you know the parameters of what you're doing to find the property, put the deal together and get what you want to be, where you want to be and know that you're paying a price that's not out of reason that you're not going to be going buyer's remorse for the next decade.
1: That's it. Exactly. The buyer's remorse. Sellers have to remember that if you're forcing or if you even, if you get an offer that is so much higher than the other 10 offers that you received. That's
0: you it, know. might close. Not, but not, it get, might, you but might you, get lucky.
1: You got the broker, <laughs> you got the broker that's
0: going to close it. It might well close. It might well close. It's you might get lucky, but I, sometimes yeah, you have to take no that back. So let's get into buyers. So, right now, buyers feel like, What the heck? There's no supply. There's one month. The average list of sale prices 100%. If you look at inventory, because everybody, we thought like, wow, inventory's gotta be going up. We looked at the numbers. In Atlanta, it's down 20%. In Brookhaven and Buckhead, it's down over 10%. 10% Mm -hmm. fewer homes are coming on the market, despite the fact that sales prices are up by almost 25% year over year. So speaking to that, buyers like, how could that be good? So (laughs) we shared a little clue of how that could be good. And Adam, you actually have a story that you and i'm putting you on the spot a little bit but okay a story recently a few times we've had some great success with all of us but adam was speaking to it before we started recording about how we're really not in there when you think you've got a problem in a bad situation there are opportunities in that when you know how to pull them out and find them
2: there there are definitely opportunities and and that's where i mean our team and we have some systems in place where we can find the house even if it's not there um it's not necessarily right in front of us coming on the market listed we we have ways of getting to these houses and finding them and getting our our buyers into them and seeing them before before most anybody else does and and we've had some success stories doing that recently um so i just think it's
0: yeah well i think we're set up nicely for success because we've been doing that and we've (laughs) fund but it there's was, nothing new for us right and we've spoken we've all done this, this <laughs>
3: oh you've year. been winning yeah no not new for, us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new for
0: us i could do a hashtag on that but I'll <laughs> train. um but you know we've even done some incredible land deals and lot deals using these processes and now we're applying them more and more to people's homes um, for the exact same for what's going on in the market today and it's actually proving advantageous because The market's moving quickly, but we can read it quickly. We know what's going on. We know what our competition is. We know we can assess the market much more quickly. And when clients or buyers know what they want, it exists. It exists. It's about honing into what you want. And now we go and make it happen for you. That doesn't mean you're going to buy something not on the market, but that means we're going to really, like, get all the opportunities out in
3: front of you well and a a lot of things too you know an important thing jerry is being being so in tune and being able to understand the market and for us you know we look at new listings every single day and being able to immediately identify a good value sending it to our clients immediately and saying, hey let's go look at this today because this is a great deal it's not going to last long and lo and behold i mean it it we're like to say we're we're typically right about that, um, but yeah, no. So it's, it's being able to read the market and know no when no to execute, and um, yeah, no. There's plenty of opportunities for buyers out there, uh, contrary to popular belief.
0: Exactly. compromises is, is never. Never. Is, is, let's collaborate. Let's make it happen. If you know what you want, and you define it just like in success and buying a house, know what you want, make the plan. And it's amazing how even better things come out of it than you originally thought would. So should we do, should we do a fun little? I miss Kevin Dwyer who came on <laughs> and asked us about our favorite. I'm not even looking asked at you about your favorite romantic movie. Our favorite sappy romantic movie. I had so much fun. We're gonna have to bring Kevin back on so he can ask again because apparently it only works when he's here.
3: Yeah, because last time Jerry tried to ask us about a Hollywood couple, and it would talk about an awkward radio <laughs> silence.
0: And I don't even know Hollywood couples, so that was a lame question. Can't <laughs> ask about your favorite politician because Lord knows we'll get ourselves in trouble with that.
3: Your <laughs> favorite politician,
0: <laughs> uh, Abe Lincoln. That's like asking like your favorite Halloween, like your favorite what is it? Your favorite Halloween character or your favorite Disney something
1: what did you say, Chad? You could ask questions it like, happened. what's your what's your favorite business book or something? And then that way, at least it's giving. All right. book okay. inside? Being the end of Geek. I got <laughs> me. What are we reading right now? Or like, what are we doing, now. And we're and now. We're right. doing
0: it now? Big Chad. What's oh, God. <laughs> I'm in for. Ever ever. Uh, and, what, what, and what's your favorite business book? Bridget. How, to,
3: how to Think Like a Billionaire. Who wrote it? Donald Trump
1: well there we go the politicians we got it all covered yeah <laughs> um, I am <I'm> reading <laughs> how to win friends and influence people because I read that one over and over again and then I am reading um rediscovered Jesus by Matthew Kelly and oh. uh, I actually am listening again to never split the difference for like the sixth time so oh no, you're catching up um, anything you're reading
2: well Never split the difference is always a team favorite. But uh, I just finished up um, Fortitude by Crenshaw, and that's a
0: that's a good one.
2: It's a really good one. I highly recommend it.
0: I like how we're covering the politicians. Jesus hey, and, Ren- oh, and Jesus. Jerry
3: is in the middle of her fifty shades of gray.
0: <laughs> I actually read that book. It was pretty good. It was it was everybody said it was poorly written. I thought it was fine. <laughs> Is fine. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> heck, though. never split the difference in fortitude are still really good books <laughs> they're really good books and then you know what a great book is that i can't get through for some reason but every time i read it i'm like i have to like rewind and replay is pitch anything
3: that's oh a- yeah so i read that one recently that one's really
0: good yeah that's okay. a good one have that. y'all read it yet mm-hmm. that's a good one all right so we're getting now we're giving away our secrets too many of them uh it's Great. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to, we're, we have been J.M. Partner. Oh, Atlanta. What, what was it? <laughs> it's okay. Okay. She's, He's she's, smile. okay. She's like, I have places to be seriously. J.M. Partner Atlanta Home Market Eavesdrop. However, we are now changing our name to three things to know.
1: So can
0: <laughs> know on the J.M. Partner Atlanta Home Market Eavesdrop, we are a podcast right now. searched by J.M. Partner or Eavesdrop or eavesdrop.jmpartners.io. But anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find our interviews with top agents around the country, and you can find our interviews on Adam Disappeared. And you can find our interviews on what's going on in Atlanta market in real time, week by week. Spotify,
3: iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Yes, everywhere. Bridget Posey, Adam Vickers just disappeared on us. He has somewhere to be. Adam? Early is on time. On time is late. And late is an exposure. I think there were
1: some technical difficulties.
0: Oh no no no! Wait, 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 no, we'll just make them look good for it. And, <laughs> and Chad, Chad Carretas, and Jerry Metcalf, JM Partners. Thank y'all for listening. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the JM Partners Atlanta Market Drop. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends who might be moving or who just want to keep up with the latest in the Atlanta residential market. You can find us anytime online at jmpartners.io.